Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. What up, my peeps? Welcome to the Sinners and Winners Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host on this righteous voyage, Derek Maiden. And today is an epic day because you are all part of history on our very first official podcast. The sky's the limit for us. Who knows where this thing's going to go? I hope you enjoy the ride and and we have each of you on as participants at some point. Uh, The plan each and every week during football season uh, I have a, the pleasure to introduce who is going to be my official co-host, Jamie Shotgun Stocking. What's up? I don't know. Do they even say that anymore? Uh, What's up? Well, we're I mean, we're This old. is a podcast about football. It's a football <laughs> commercial from right? way back in the day. Bud so, Weiser. Bud. Um, so with this being our first podcast, we're going to keep it short and sweet. We'll have candid, off-the-cuff discussions, kind of just BS a little bit um, on a few topics. Uh, today, specifically, we're going to talk about upcoming drafts, uh, what we're doing to prepare ourselves for those drafts so we don't come out you know, on the bottom of that uh, final scoreboard. Um, and just uh, then we're going to touch on some things, um, some of the things going on around the league, and then probably finish up with our favorite parts of draft day. Jamie, you ready to do this? Yeah, man. Let's do it. All right. All right, so the first, let's talk about the upcoming drafts. We've got a lot of, um, I don't know, how many leagues are you in, man? Dude, I'm in, let's see, six leagues. Start drafts on Wednesday. You know, when I got the Sinners and Winners, the ultimate draft on uh, on Friday. The important draft. The important draft on Friday. Yeah, man. Start up that league right with the first kick-ass uh, draft day. Uh, but we got Saturday. I got one on Monday, two on Tuesday. There's only three in-person ones, so the rest are online. All right, that's a good point. So which do you prefer, like the in-person or the online? So I like the in-person. Yeah. You know, obviously there's times where you can't coordinate in-person, you know, yeah. by family league. I got people down in Florida, up in New Hampshire, you know, Texas. So it's hard to get everybody together. Right. We do the online one there. But when you have local people, you know, it's fun to get together, BS a little bit. How long have you been doing fantasy football? Uh, Shit, let's see. I want to say it's been, I think we started in high school. I think it's been that long. Nice. I mean, it wasn't. So that's what, 400 years? Yeah, probably just about (laughs) there. Um, You know, it's, it's at least been been then i mean it wasn't to the level it is now you know yeah but uh you were but, using what stones and chisels exactly to, yeah. you know and what your team was your team because you can't erase that shit right <laughs> <laughs> no i don't want to trade <laughs> dear god right how about uh how about you um i actually i think 2010 was when i came in and another another owner and i started having never done fantasy football before so this is i guess my ninth year and i'm uh, I, like most of that i've only been in one league i've always been like i can't i can't keep up with it i've got to figure this out i've got to you know watch my guys and yeah just trying to figure out how to manage that so in the last couple years i've included a second so i'm kind of a lightweight as far as now i will say lightweight as far as numbers but my uh, <laughs> my trophy count's not too bad <laughs> there you go brag it up you boy. know so yeah, so I'm only in two this year, this one and another one, and um, this is actually the first year, as you know, uh, trying to be a commissioner in one, and um, 
I guess we might as well just throw it out there that we decided you're going to co-commission with me. Yeah, man. Um, I think that honestly that should help. Like we should be able to balance each other out and yeah. your experience and my youthful enthusiasm. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, however you want to look at it, but I think it'd just be good having two people to kind of balance it out and. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't become like an omnipotent power type thing, and yeah, you know. and it can sometimes. I think being a commission can also be a little overbearing. Yeah. So. You well, I know you've helped out a weight. ton, like like trying to do a podcast, organizing things. Some uh, it seems like we have differing strengths and pull it together and make hopefully what's like maybe a, the best league we've been in. I hope. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of the goal. Yeah, it's a good goal. I mean, we've been part of good leagues. Yeah. You know, so this will obviously be be a test to see where we stand like good or bad whether the league has run smoothly or rough it's always just fun yeah you know yeah it's the freaking best time of the year my wife hates it but yeah right i think all of our wives (laughs) hate it for sure well we actually had a suggestion of having like a wives club so they can all get together and do something i do too like hell yeah let's do it dude like we could get them at one house and we get together at the other and actually watch football together and yeah talk a little shit i told us leah she needs to go ahead and with the wives club do the they have a like a bachelor bachelorette fantasy league. get them watching <laughs> is that, that a they thing have, yeah that's a genuine thing yeah. so they what like they they have a poll on who they think is gonna yeah they end pick up. who ends up staying the longest at the beginning of the season they they pick their people and see who stays the longest if your person goes out you're out nice yeah is there prize money involved it i guess could, i mean it could be it's There's all up to them right if, yeah awesome but uh yeah so i mean with all, I know you have two leagues. Yeah. They're probably different rules. Yeah. Different yeah. different ways yeah. everything's set up. So you yeah. have to approach the draft differently, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've, um, all right. Well, let, yeah, that's actually a really good – let's just get right into it, how we prepare. I think I'm probably on the minority of the spectrum in that I try to ignore it almost up until – like, honestly, our draft is – or my drafts are this coming Friday and Saturday. And so I plan to start tomorrow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, and and the reason for that is there's actually a reason. Look, so for realistically, for the past probably solid three weeks, I do nothing but listen to other podcasters and radio shows about football, fantasy sports. Yeah. So I get it in my head. I listen to the discussions, but I really don't want to pay attention to where I'm going to try to like set up ADPs and stuff like that until like right beforehand. Yeah. A good example is some of the stuff going on that we'll touch on later, like in the league. I just think things change so much. Um, I've been in a another type of I've done a dynasty league once and I really because of the way I go about it that just doesn't fit me you know yeah. what I mean I don't like worrying about it all year I think too much changes from Super Bowl to draft day and even more changes from draft day to season opener so I just kind of hold off until that but those last three four days that's pretty much all I do yeah setting up tiers and 80 you know just really trying to set up what I think is uh is the best way to go about it. So I like that last minute cram. That that's how I would prepare for SATs and everything. So that's just always how how I've done it. What about you? What do you? What yeah. Do you so do? your your way actually probably my wife would prefer. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but being part of the dynasty, it, it's in you to to kind of look throughout the whole year, right. be prepared for whatever might come. Um, this past Sunday, I actually for the fifth time redid my whole draft strategy. So, you know, setting up What do you mean here. by re- redid the whole thing? Like yeah. start from scratch? Yeah, so I have, um, you know, I go back and forth between, you know, computer and spreadsheets and actually writing down stuff in a, uh, you know, a notebook. Yeah. And you start with a five-subject notebook. I'm down to one. 
and no kidding. from you know our dynasty draft until now. So we're literally the opposite as far as the approach. Yeah, I think there's one end of the spectrum. I get upset if I've used a second sheet of paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm killing the trees over here, so right. I apologize this, for everybody. Yeah, I'm coming at it from to an environmental perspective. <laughs> yeah. Time um, management and also pleasing the wife. So you, right, yeah. yeah. You, you got to keep the family happy. Right. Uh, and I, I'm not doing so well on that front. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, so you know, I, I go through, I, same as you, I listen to the podcasts, but I listen to some, I pretty much listen to it year round. Okay. I am in the car on the way to work, on the way back, sometimes while I'm at work, I'll listen to those. You know, it's, what's funny about listening to podcasts year round, I didn't know that was a thing. Like yeah. actually one of the team owners in the league, shout out to Zach. Um, what up, Zach? What up? He's actually the first, like he, he does a podcast and... Um, that was the first one I ever listened to. He had to walk me through like how to access like where these podcasts exist and how yeah. to get them. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I started with Serial. Somebody at work was like, "Hey, you have to listen to this podcast." I was like, "What the fuck's a podcast?" Right. You know, I mean, music or you know, talk radio or whatever. Um, Elliot in the morning, something like that. But I didn't know what a podcast was. I, I knew what it was, but I never listened to it. So. I started listening to Serial, and then I started picking up these other things. I was like, you know what? I wonder if there's sports stuff out there, you know? And I started listening to fantasy football stuff, and you pick up things from them. Yeah. You know, you learn things that you didn't learn last year, other insight that you might not know of. So it's it's made my my research and my getting prepared for drafts a lot more intense. Now, has like the end said. result improved? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, in... In one of our leagues last year, I mean, I was undefeated until we got to the postseason. And I think maybe I lost one one game prior to that. Right. Um, so you feel like the, the as you're perfecting your craft as far as preparing, it's definitely making a difference on draft day and yeah. throughout the season. Yeah. I think, now, sorry, go ahead. No. Do you think the draft is the single most important part of fantasy football? I don't. I, I would agree. I think you what, what build, you build your foundation at the draft. Right. And you either get pieces that you know are going to stick on your team, or you get pieces that you know you're going to be able to plug and play, right. or you get pieces that you know, hey, this guy might start out with a bang, but eventually he could potentially be overtaken, and maybe a week prior to, you try to judge and trade bait. Right. Um, you know. I tr- the, Like the years that I've had the most luck, it's been because of my waiver wire activity. Yeah. So, like, the draft may have been great, may have not been whatever. I mean, they're always pretty great when I do them, but because of my, my preparedness. Yeah. But, honestly, the, 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 the most recent two that I've come away with the number one spot, it's been being on the waivers at the right time, picking up the right guy. and So you can call that luck or, you know, being aware of situational awareness and what's going on, however you want to call it. But well, you I have kinda, to stay active. Yeah. And I've noticed, like, in the in – the, almost 10 years of playing in a couple of different leagues, there are people that either are or aren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got the guy that drafts and that's his team and they're the they're the, the the people that will be on his team at the end all the way to the other side that he literally, they may not have anyone that they drafted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of fun though because everybody plays it a little bit differently and trying to get in there and do their thing. Yeah, it's, it's good to see the different sides of it. You know, I'm definitely the one that likes to make moves. I mean, I don't. I think there was maybe two players that I drafted last year on, on one of my teams. I mean, I think there might be since our dynasty league draft right after our the NFL draft. I think I've already made like 
15, 20 moves already. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you got to stay active because that's how you win games, honestly, and get better. Uh, you got to be paying attention to waiver wires. You got to make sure that you know if one of your guys is going to get overtaken or somebody else is, is going to, you know, step in because they were hurt to start with or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's definitely plenty of things out there to be uh, get yourself prepared, you know, knowing ADPs, getting your tiers right, and just being ready, you know. Yeah. Well, this is probably something we could talk about for, like, six months, I think, because, honestly, there's yeah. so much into it. But, like, ADP is a good point and maybe a good time to transition into talking about our next topic, which is the stuff going on around the league. You want to start that one up? Yeah, man. So, obviously, we know a ton has gone on this off season. I don't know about everybody else that's listening to this. There's been a lot of things that have been, you know, holdouts or injuries or whatever. But the thing that made me, and I'm still shocked, is Andrew Luck's retirement. Yeah. I mean. That was huge. It was huge. Yeah. I was sitting on my phone. I think I might have even been texting you yeah, yeah, um, back like, and forth. I think we got the news from the same source because when your text came through, it was like right after I had found out too. And yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely like I, – I, I, to be honest, I felt like I was less shocked. I really I, – well, I was shocked that he retired. Yeah. Um, I really didn't have high hopes coming into the year just because of the, the history and all of his injuries and stuff. I'm incredibly shocked that he said, I'm walking away. But I also, like, it makes me like him and respect him that much more, yeah. honestly. I think he did it for the right reasons. Yeah, you can't tell somebody that they need to play. I yeah. mean, he's got it's – his, it's his own mind, it's his own body. He can do whatever the F he wants, right? Right. You know, I, I, I applaud him for leaving out when when he wanted to. You know, I was texting you back and forth when I saw it come up, but the blurb went away. I didn't have a chance to read it fully. And I was like, no way. This can't be true. Right. No way. But my wife saw me on the phone. Right, and because I, I was standing next to her, so she thought there was an issue with the family. She was like, "What's going oh, yeah. on?" Right, and I'm like, "No, no, I, this can't be true." Right, right, this is happening. Put right? it in no, words. Right, and she's like, "Seriously, what's going on?" And I was like, "Andrew Luck retired." She's like, "You got to be shitting me. This is football related." <laughs> right, and I said, "Isn't everything?" <laughs> <laughs> right, this time of year, get used to it. <laughs> right, this is the gear we're in. Right, so but when you hear that that's happening, you're like, "Dude, this dude crushed it last year." Yeah. On the back of not playing at all the year before, like he was legitimately slinging the ball last year. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's who helped me get to where I was at that point. So you see that he's doing that, and you hear why he's doing it, and you're like, that makes sense. You know, he didn't know where he completely was. You had heard that there were improvements. You saw him on the sideline taking yeah. some drills, and everybody was hyped, and they were like, you know, he'll be ready week one. So. That was like the furthest thing from my mind. I thought maybe he might miss the first game. Yeah, he might be okay for the the start of the season. But he seemed like he was always compared to like Favre, you know, as far as just a, a tough yeah player. And I think that's just a testament to like how much actual crap he has gone through. Like, what do you have? A couple broken ribs. Yeah. I mean, just a, a long list of injuries. And and has he been in the league seven years? Yeah, seven so seasons? Yeah. I think it's seven seasons, yeah. and, and, like, he's only played two, something like that. A full it? two? Yeah, a full yeah, two. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what – but it's something like that where it's just a drastic uh, amount of his time has been injured and recovery. Yeah. 
and like that's what he said in his press conference. He's like, you know, I'm tired of this vicious cycle of, yeah. of playing, getting hurt, recovering, playing, getting hurt, recovering. Yeah. And he was like, it's just this time that, you know, I need to step away and I have the support of my family and right. my wife. And, you know, you got to applaud him for, for doing that. And he's a unique football player in that he doesn't need the money. He doesn't need that job. Well, He's he, smart he, enough. He waited a week so that he could keep his 24. Well, it doesn't say he didn't want the money. <laughs> but, you know, like he comes from a wealthy family. He's right. well-educated. He's smart. He's got tons of other interests and things like that. So, like, he could easily carry on into a different career. I could see him definitely being like an analyst or something like that and really enjoying it, you know. Yeah, so I agree. He's got another life that he could pursue. Yeah. So, in that regards, I guess he's kind of lucky where – maybe he felt more comfortable making this step and saying, look, i got to take care of myself. Yeah. Whereas you've got, like, other players like Reed, who is what has this, this is a seventh concussion, I think, Jordan, document. Yeah. Jordan Reed, yeah. yeah Where you just kind of want to, like, write him a letter and be like, dude, go home. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, like. <laughs> take, a, take a clue from Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't don't play anymore. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, like, where are you going to have to be, like, taken care of if this happens again, you know? Right. So I, I definitely I think he was smart. I, yeah. I, I think it was good. It's a shame that he got booed by those fans as he made the announcement. But I think when they come back and look at it, they've got to realize you know he's a person. And, yeah. You know. Well, you know, side of when you were talking about his other things, you know what's crazy is his dad's the commissioner of the new XFL. Oh really? So how crazy would it be if two months later he goes he's like, the- hey, you know what? I think I'm okay. I'll go ahead and play for the XFL. Then there much. might be some. There would be a lot of booze. <laughs> there might be yeah. some booze, and then there might be some. Oh, that's after. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, you know, when you hear that, you also start thinking about, from our standpoint in the fantasy football world, you start thinking about the trickle down effect. Yeah. You know, not only does it hurt, you know, it might help Jacoby because he's now going to step into that role, um, but does it hurt Marlon Mack? Does it hurt T. Y. Hilton? Does it hurt Eric Ebron? Jack Doyle? Uh, Naeem Hines, you know, where, who does it hurt and who does it help, if anybody? Yeah. Um, you know, does it hurt their defense if you are in a, a league that plays defense? Right. Um, you know, because potentially they could be, be on the field, field more. more. Yeah. I know when Buffalo, they had a great defense, but they're on the field so much that eventually they give up points and it hurts. If you compare, like, the, the year that he had to step in and, and take over, um, oh, I think it's night and day. It, well, yeah, the situation, I mean, he was, um, a f- you know, coming in his first year, first starts, all that good stuff. Yeah, it affected everyone. They had yeah. horrible stats. They were like, you know, career lows for, for the team, it seemed yeah. like. But I have heard a lot of talk that, you know, it is a different situation. It's a much better O-line. He's got to be more comfortable. He's been with the team now a couple years, and this will yeah. be his second season as the starter so he could step in and surprise people yeah I think he'll be okay I don't think it'll be nearly as bad as it was that year he stepped in when right. Mark hurt his shoulder yeah um, I do think T.Y. takes a hit yeah, I do definitely. think Marlon Mack takes a hit um, I agree with the offensive line he's comfortable in this system so I don't think it'll be that bad of a drop off I think Hines could be the benefactor other than Jacoby actually being able to start um because you think potentially he could be the pass, I mean, he is the pass catching back, right? Yeah. So he could be on the field more. Um, third downs might come quicker, so he might be on there more. And you know, I, I think the year that Jacoby was there, Hines actually played more than Mac, and that could be. I I don't remember if Mac had issues that year with health either. 
It's um, a good chance. But, yeah, there is a good chance for that. But I, I do know Hines stepped in and, and played a little bit more and had more targets. And, you know, Doyle at that time had more targets. But I think he can sling it down the field a little bit more. So he might not need that check down as much. So I, I think it, that's the hard part about this. You know, it's really close to the start of the season. You're not going to see anybody play in this last preseason game. Right. Know, if you were able to see the Colts game, Jacoby played most of it and didn't look too bad. There is that. Are you chasing effect. him? I'm not chasing him. Right. That's kind of like I guess, dropped. like you said. How, how, did you drop? I, I would drop everybody from the Colts offense off of my board. Yeah, they were never on my board. To yeah. be honest, like I just I wasn't a fan. Not to say there's not players out there. It's just a team that I, I've never really. Yeah. See, I was with everybody thinking that they would go to the Super Bowl. I really thought they would be there. And I liked everybody on their offense. I had no problem with wanting any piece of them. Now, I don't think I'll want anything to do with Mac. Maybe Hines. I don't want anything to do with Ebron. Ebron was probably the only guy I didn't want anything to do with. Because he's so touchdown dependent. And if... Luck was going to start throwing to somebody like Hines or Doyle being healthy or somebody else, those touchdowns could easily go away. Yeah. I think you've got to realistically downgrade pretty much everybody. Yeah. You know, and if, if, if they can step in and have a passing game, however different it may be, I think there's the potential that Mac might have a good season, you know, or even a better that, you know, there's that chance that if they can get that box opened up behind that better line, that he could have a better than than expected year, but yeah. I'm not chasing any of them, yeah. to be honest. I do think it's kind of cool. Well, not cool by any means. That was the wrong word. But, like, one of the things I thought about, because then just after that news, like, literally, I think within the hour, and I get a blurb that Miller went down, and, you know, now we know he's got a torn ACL and he's out for the year. Uh, so that was, like, two huge blows to, to – I'm a Tennessee fan, so <laughs> two of their rivals just went down a big notch. Um, so, you know – some. some- uh, gratitude for her uh, joy out of somebody being hurt, but well, you know that's the fantasy football life. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it it sucks for the player in Miller. Absolutely, it sucks for anybody that had drafts that day because I, I believe Saturday is the uh, the biggest day for fantasy football drafts. I yeah, think it was like National drafts. Draft Day or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. people had to have drafted Luck and Miller. Yeah, and then they find out later that they're both of them are gone. Um, so in in your case, it definitely helps your team. Yeah, from a know, fan point of view. From a fan yeah, point yeah. of view, and and being like, you look, you know, I Tennessee could actually compete now that there's these two key players on other teams in my division right. that are out. Right. And Miller, as much as it sucks that he got hurt, um, they got Duke Johnson, and yeah. they were anticipating using him. I think a lot. Miller is that steady Betty to where you can put him in there and he's going to get you points. He's going to be good and solid. You won't have to worry about getting a dud. But you can't rely on him to blow up at any point. Right. Right? And so then you got to wonder, like, them getting Johnson is huge. Yeah. Like, having him there because he's definitely going to be able to to help them through this period. And I would say his role is definitely going to be more than it would have been. But he's never been like a, a, a three-down back. Right. He's never really gotten this opportunity. So speaking of like rising and falling on your draft boards, what do you think about him? Um, I, I, I think he'll rise, and I, I agree with it should be. Yeah. My 
my cautious with him is they brought him in to back up Miller. Right. So their plan was not their for him plan to be the guy. was not for him to be the guy. If they wanted somebody to surplant Miller, they would have gone out and gotten somebody to surplant Miller, Gordon, somebody like that, right? Which there's been talk of them make they they could make moves to replace him and I I heard today that they are already actively there's three players that they have and arranged some tryouts for basically. Yeah. So from what I hear, and it, this might hurt any Duke lovers or, or potential targets, like I like Duke. I think he would be a great flex player. Yeah. Um, my issue would be they didn't want him there for that. They want him as a third down back, as a flex play. So I, they want to bring somebody else in now that Miller's hurt. So you have Gordon out there who's holding out in San Diego. Yeah. You know. And they have plenty of money to pay him. They have Clowney on their team that's holding out themselves and yeah. wants to be traded. Yeah. So they can use him as trade bait for him. I've heard that McCoy is a big target too. Yeah. I've heard a lot of talk about Ajayi too because yeah. he's sitting out there with nothing to do. Yeah. So they wouldn't even need to trade anybody for Ajayi. They'd just pick him up. Yeah. Um, but so they've got I a ton know. of outs to replace. They do. They have, yeah. they have options out there. I don't know if they go the Ajay route. I don't really feel that either. Replacing the same player he just lost yeah. with another injury prone. Right. Not that Miller was injury prone, but you know he's up there in age. He's kind of yeah. that steady Betty. And I don't think you're improving with Ajay. I honestly think Duke's better than Ajay. Yeah. I, I personally, if if I'm a GM and you know if if anybody's listening, I wouldn't go after Ajay for any team. Right. I would let him stay out there. Yeah. I mean. I think you have two solid options out there. So you're saying if you pick ahead of someone and they want a Jai, they have no fear of you uh, stealing them right before they drive. If if you want a Jai, you can even... That goes for me too. Don't worry about me taking them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a Jai is not on my my draft board. You know, but obviously that hurts. You know, it obviously hurts Miller. He's not in there. Anybody that drafted him earlier, anybody that has them on their board, you obviously need to take them out and figure out what's going to happen. Do you trust Duke? Do you think they're bringing somebody else in, or do you to stay off of Duke because of that? I, I like Duke honestly. Like I got into him a little bit last season in a league as a fill-in, you know, out of necessity, and um, there was a couple big games out of him. I mean, he has he he, he does have a skill set that that could throw some points on your board, yeah. but it's very inconsistent. Um, I'm certainly not gonna hang any. Uh, you know, championship hopes on drafting him, and but I, I wouldn't mind having him out there for an option in an emergency kind of. You know, yeah, one yeah. You throw him in as a flex play. If and that's, you're a best ball player. Yeah, you pick him up in best ball. Any anybody that you know gets hurt, he's not a bad player to throw in in that kind of situation yeah. where he's going to get some points every week. I think, and and with whoever they fill that role with uh, from Miller, I think he's still going to be a viable point getter. Pretty much every week. Yeah. Do you think that helps anybody else on the Titans? Like, does it hurt or help Watson? On the Texans? Um, yeah. I think, well, I think having Johnson, a, a, a passing back like that, should help him, although yeah. he's not that type of player. You know, he's a big a big play guy. He doesn't really do the check down passes very yeah. often. But if he can learn that skill set, I think it makes him more dynamic. I think it would open up uh, their options because the defenses would have to adjust. Yeah. You know, so, I mean – so it didn't it didn't mess with I mean you haven't done any prepping yet but it wouldn't well, no, mess I've, with your Watson <laughs> not <or> zero your, <laughs> prepping Some or your D Hop or your Kiki or, any, or Will Fuller you haven't messed it, Miller going down hasn't hurt anybody else on the Texans offense in your eyes 
No. I agree. I don't no. think so either. I don't think... I think it helps. Yeah. And obviously it helps it's, Duke, and I think it helps everybody else. Yeah. I, I think as long as they have someone that can run the ball, then that really doesn't change their game. Right. And it doesn't necessarily... Miller wasn't like your first-round pick guy in the first place. Nothing right. against him, but he wasn't necessarily... He was a middle-of-the-pack kind of running back. They should be able to fill that role relatively easily. I don't see a change in the, yeah. the end result of their season, really. Yeah. Um, Talking about running backs, we talked about him already. Gordon. Yeah. I mean, he's holding out. I don't think he's playing, obviously, week one. I don't think he's there week one. I can see this thing going as far as he wants to take it. Absolutely. Which could be all of the season. Yeah. Realistically, he's in a position where he could. Yeah. He could hold out and just really be gone this year. And that sucks because he it is does a suck. great player. Yeah. And I think, unlike Miller, that hurts some people on the Chargers, in my mind. Well, and that's why, like, truthfully, I, I kind of, like, I, I lose my respect. I'm not much of a fan of players. Zeke is somebody I really loved. You know, the holdout, the whole holdout thing, Bell, the, I understand a running back has a short lifespan and they're kind of, they need that money quick. But um, I'm also like, I really like the players that show that they put the team first. Yeah. No, I, I totally and, agree. And I think that's, regardless of why you're doing it, you're saying, F you team, I'm doing what I need to do for me. I'm going to get mine kind of thing. Right. I just don't, I don't, I don't appreciate that as a fan. No, I agree. I agree. So for the Gordon, and we'll get on Zeke. Yeah. Uh, for Gordon Zeke, I like Gordon. Yeah. And I think it's crappy at what he's doing. Right. Bell didn't have a contract. I don't like Bell. I mean, I'll, I'll draft him. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you like his points, but him as a person, but right? Like, you know, for, for him holding out, I can see his point. He yeah. wasn't under contract. They're trying to franchise tag him. He didn't want it. He wants more money. I get the, the I'm a running back. I have a short short span. Give me my money now. Yeah. Right? I get that. And get your money. That's fine. His standpoint is different than what Gordon and Zeke's are. I agree. They're yeah. still under contract. Play right. that fucking contract out. Yeah. See where the tables fall afterwards. And if you do what you should do the last year, I think it's for Gordon, two years for Zeke. If you do that for those last years, then you're gonna get paid. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what I said. You're I not think killing your team's right. locker room. That's the right way to do it, in my opinion. I get I that they're maybe f- afraid of injuries or whatever, you know, career-ending things where they won't get that payday. But I mean, let's be honest; they've already gotten the payday. Yeah. You know, like realistically, they could live off of that initial contract. Maybe not like kings, but how much money does one need? Yeah, exactly. To, to, and that's easy for us to say, you know, as, as normal guys making, you know, whatever we make. Right. But, um, but what they're doing to their name right now and in the locker room yeah. is not great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're saying the contract I signed, my word is basically kind of shit if it comes to money, in my opinion. Right. The way I value the team uh, is, is behind myself, you yeah. know, which, you know, I, I know we got to look out for ourselves and stuff, but when you're part of a, a, a team in any sport – you should really play that way. That's yeah. your team's there. Oh, yeah, my foot hurts, but I'm going to go out there and give my best so that my team has a, has a chance to win today. You know, right. that's kind of the way I, I think you should approach it, especially when you get to elite athlete status. You yeah. know, and I know a lot of people don't agree, and a lot of people support them in chasing that. And and I do understand that argument. It's just personally, I kind of like want to cash out. You know, yeah. as a fan. Yeah, but I I think Gordon holds out 
a long time, and I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him at all through Week Ten. Yeah, it's I a mean, it's a good possibility. And by then, playoffs within <clears throat> fantasy football have pretty much been determined. You know, your league, your teams are where they're at. You might have some like lower win loss total ones, but um, I think you're already set in your standings by that point. Yeah. So when he comes he's not back, gonna... he's not really gonna help much if you're a lower tier team. Right. Which you probably would be if your first pick or two was to pick him, and yeah. then he wasn't there. Yeah. So that's you know like how do how does whomever drafts him how do they do it? You know it's a gamble because you may his value is going to drop. He's not going to be one of those top five picks most likely. Right. How far does he fall, and how long are you willing to wait? You know, like is the juice worth the squeeze kind of thing? Yeah. So right now, I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah. I'm staying away from that bottle. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm. I I think that. Uh, Three weeks ago, when it was still unclear, and there could have been, I think his ADP was still second round. Yeah. I think he's in the fifth round now. So his average draft so price is dropping. Let's assume he's in the fifth round. Are you taking that gamble there? I, I bet you know. someone is. Oh, no, there's plenty of people. And, and, and if he does turn around and come back and, say, play week two, or even week one, who knows at this point, just say he comes back plays week two or three. If you got him in week, or at pick five, you know, fifth round or sixth round or whatever, you're going to have a nice season. Yeah. And he, he if he comes back week one or two and you draft him at that, you'll get value later in the season. I don't think you get it right away because he – He's going to be rusty coming he, in. He's going to be rusty. He right. hasn't been with the team. Well, like we're already about double the length we were talking. This has been actually way easier. <laughs> so, like, let's go talk, touch on Zeke. Zeke is a different situation to a degree. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the same flexibility, you know. I, I personally, I think he'll be playing week one. Do you? Yeah. See, I don't. I think he's gonna be out week one. I I don't. It wouldn't shock me either way. Yeah. I think he was offered the second highest contract in and, the league and, and turned it down. So right there, you know, he wants he top. wants to be the top. Yeah. Do we think he's worth it? Do you think he's worth it? Um, I would say as a skill player, yes. After this, I wouldn't give it to him as an owner. Yeah. I, I would I would draw the line in this. He has no leg to stand on. He can't negotiate other than kind of run his name into the ground. Yeah. They have a great backup uh, possibility that may help him come back down to reality and realize he's not a god. They can right. move on. Yeah, and they Pollard's can, been balling. Pollard's been looking really good. Yeah. You know, so if I'm Zeke, I'm sitting there thinking, well, shit. I mean, I like it on this island that I'm on, but – they could move on. Yeah, you know. See, in my mind, he's not that worthy. He right. might be the reason why the Cowboys are good, and he might be the best player in the Cowboys. But I don't think he's the best player in the league. Yeah. And in my mind, when I'm an owner, I'm Jerry Jones. I'm like, look, dude, you might be the best player on my team. I'm going to give you this money because it's the best on my team. Like you think of it, any other business. Yeah. You go there. The person that gets paid the highest usually is either the tenured or they provide the most for the business, right? Not because the person next door has their contracts higher or something like that. Right. You know, so in my mind, there's three other backs that are better than him. So if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm like, look, you can get paid the most on my team because you're the best player on my team, but you're not the best player in the league. So you can either fucking go away and look for work somewhere else or you can take the contract that I just offered you because it's fucking good. Yeah, it's great. How much more money do you need? Uh, was it $140 million? Uh, I can't remember the number, but yeah, it was the second highest 
of all, uh, RB pay, period. Yeah, and so, I mean, this is a dick move by him in my mind. Yeah. Um, I don't like Zeke. I would draft him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't like Zeke. I think it's a dick move by him. Pollard is balling. Yeah. If I'm Jerry Jones, he I know he jokingly said Zeke but you know half of that's true. Yeah. Pollard's been doing good. Dak has looked good with Pollard there. Yeah, what these guys need to kind of maybe be reminded of or remember is they it is next man up. Like yeah. your ego I, I get yeah, you're 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 a great football player and I'm sure his ego has gotta be he's gotta buy a new house just to fit his ego into it, you know, that kind of thing. But like I think it would be a good message and it would be more important for football as a sport to say, All right, sit out and and refuse that contract. Yeah. Then refused to uphold it. Since he turned it down, if you want to come back, you got to come back at where you were at. Yeah. Or we're rolling with Pollard. Sorry, because he has no. He can't play otherwise. Right. I mean, that's his option. Yeah, know? he's spending money to sit out now. Yeah. He's not making anything. Exactly. Like in Bell's situation, he he wasn't at a loss anywhere. Else right. Because and that was he, a good point. Yeah. You know, and but for Zeke, he's spending money to sit yeah. out. Right. And Pollard's balling. The team looks good without him. I mean, they just—I mean, it's preseason, but they just freaking crushed the Texans. Yeah, their wind was taken out of their sails when Miller got hurt on like the first or second play. But they crushed them. They've looked good. Their defense looks stout. You know, I think Pollard can come in and handle what needs to be handled. Dak's going to handle what he needs to be handled. And Zeke, if again, I, I hate to be the dead horse, but if we're in a regular business situation. And you went to your boss and you said, you know what, I need more money or I'm not coming to work. What would your boss say? Pack your bags, see the fuck later. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You get what you get. And if you're contracted, you get what you're contracted up to do. When it's over, we'll talk about it then. Yeah. So, you know, I know we're running past the time that we wanted to, but we... No, it's a good conversation. Hopefully people are enjoying it and, you know... um, that would be a good point, you know. Give us some feedback on, on what you think. If this discussion has been entertaining or anything like that, let us know so we know kind of how to direct the podcast moving forward. I, I definitely – I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, I man, mean, this it, has been fun as shit. Yeah, for real. Like, once we got into it, it's been a good time. I think we've spent more, like, worry about how to get it going, but it's actually flowed really well. Um, I guess maybe to wrap it up, is there anybody else in the league that you feel like we need to touch on today or – no, I don't think so. I think we hit the big ones. I mean, everybody knows Antonio Brown might be Cuckoo Poo or Cocoa Puffs. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if that dude just got hit in the head too much. Maybe that helmet that he's been wearing for X amount of years has right. been too tight. A little tight. A little <laughs> or, t- or there's some rottenness been, in there. Yeah, it might have been a youth helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so, his, did you hear Drew Rosenhaus? Is like he's been wearing that same helmet since like Little League and PB right. and stuff yeah, like that. That's what I mean. And, and one of the one of the other announcers is like, I don't know about you. But I haven't been able to fit in my Little League Pee Wee helmet since I was about five. So I don't know how he's still able to fit in that. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that dude's nuts. And, yeah, we can move on from maybe. Okay. Well, all right. So kind of to finish it up, I guess maybe let's just talk about um, this league and, you know, the drafts coming up, maybe our favorite things about the draft, you know, what we look forward to. I know I, 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 I'm hoping that we, you know, setting up this new league was kind of a last-minute decision. Um, and we've looked at it and, and decided to do a few things differently. You know, the podcast, set it up to be fun. We have some, I think, I hope will be some things that set it apart at draft day to make it fun. Um, it's also going to be a super flex league, which I, at least, I haven't done one before. I'm excited about that different format. 
Yeah. Um, and the more I've, you know, after we decided that, the more I've looked into it, that does seem to be the wave of the future. It makes all the players relevant again. Um, drafting is going to have to be a different, you're going to have to approach it differently. Yeah, totally. Um, so I, I'm excited for that format. I think it's going to be, fr- I'm excited to have a full draft, honestly. Yeah. All of the leagues that I've done previously have always been, um, you know, one form of keeper or another. So while we do have a keeper part to this draft I think for the most part it's going to be a fresh draft every year which is one of the most fun parts of the fantasy football season yeah. you know what about you what do you think yeah I agree you know I I love the um, the two quarterback option here super flex um, you know obviously you don't have to play a quarterback but you know it's what it is so I think it changes your strategies up for sure i have i'm with you i haven't been in a in this type of league before either which it's is part of what awesome. makes it exciting you yeah, know like I, it's all new i think um, it's great yeah i think it's going to be a lot of fun what i have noticed because I, I one of the things i do prepare with is doing mocks when yeah. i've done a, a mock in this type of format the adp for other pl- other position players is changed dramatically yeah you yeah. know there's people out on the waiver wire that are drafted in a normal uh, format, right? Because your your emphasis is on quarterbacks, so you're getting more of the quarterbacks, and you're getting them earlier. Yeah. So instead of having to Gordon, for instance, you know, yeah. it could be going um, five. He could be going in round eight or nine or ten yeah. in in the two quarterback because you're focusing somewhere else. Right. So you know, draft day is definitely you know my version of Christmas. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like I said, I d- you don't win your league at draft day but you start the foundation there yeah absolutely and you have i mean it's just fun getting together with the guys you know or gals drinking beers eating food bullshitting with people bragging on them oh man why the fuck did you draft him so early you could have got him five rounds from now right you know and and that's the fun part you know hopefully when i talk shit people don't get upset at it you know it's it's all from a good place and you know just having fun ribbon um you know, but it's it's fun. You know, afterwards the madhouse of looking at teams and trade offers that happen afterwards. Right. You know, the draft is over in like an hour or two, and you're spending the next three hours figuring out who you want to trade with. It's super hard to set up a live draft. You know, get everybody there, all the scheduling and stuff. But it, it, like a, a computer draft just doesn't compare. Right. You know, because you miss out on all that interaction. Just it, it is. It's a really good time. And um, I'm glad that we were able to do it in, in this particular league. And then the other one I'm in is also a live draft, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's fun because it's been ongoing. It's been a good league. It's it's had the same group of people for several years. And, um, you know, we have the penalty for the last place. And Yeah. Uh, you know all about that, don't you? Yeah, man. Yeah, you know. I, I think I had one one time. Yeah, a little, little it, it, tricksy. It hasn't been that close that uh, – I mean, it's been – yeah, there's some time. Between yeah, that, been, and yeah, now, it's been but, a while, and you know, I, I think I, I think that year I got a little uh, injured. Uh, you know, some people injury bugs hit, and just being too. Hey, this is fucking awesome! I love fantasy football. You want to trade? Right. You want to you want to trade uh, Zeke for um, you know Duke Johnson? That sounds like a good trade. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> but uh, you know, so with yes, this being a new, you know, what do you have anything fun planned for draft night? Anything different that we uh, can look forward to or can tease yeah. the crowd with? Well, yeah, I'll kind of tease the group a little bit. I mean, and I think maybe hopefully didn't hype it up too much. But I think an interesting way, one, uh, not knowing your draft spot till we get there, I think adds an element of 
excitement to it to be honest you can't yeah. really prepare as much yeah um specifically from a draft spot which i, I kind of like i think that adds another like i said another level and uh we've got like kind of a random activity that'll um um, be the way that we determine draft order. A lot of the final things are going to be voted on when we get there to include how that game uh, affects the draft, whether what you land on is your pick or if that gives you an order in which you can pick the pick you want. So we've kind of got a couple options to hammer yeah. out there. A few little things just to make it fun. It's fun being the key word, dude. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Just we like all hopefully have, have fun. Yeah. It's a fun league. It's I mean, fantasy football is fun. Anything we can do to, or you can do to create the the laughter and the fun and the joy of being there, right? I'm all for. I think one of the big topics we got to figure out when we get there will be like the reward pun and punishment. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm wanting to know. Like, what can we get? I, I, I you know, in the other league that we we are both in, um, the penalty, you know, being dressing up like a lady. Yeah. And coming to the draft is oh, fun, you know. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's and it's it's it. It also serves a purpose, and why I kind of think the penalty should be something that is a little uncomfortable, is it keeps the league competitive through the season. I agree. Nobody should want to do whatever that punishment is, in I my agree. opinion. Um, but yeah, at the same be no time, sandbagging at the end. Yeah. To get a, a number one draft pick, which is also why I like some sort of round game or something like that to determine order you know so that a team isn't like you know what i'm not going to go to the playoffs let me just kill everything else the rest of the season right. so i can get that number one pick yeah. you know having a, a severe punishment like wearing a dress or you know i have some plenty of ones that i want to come up with yeah um at, at our draft you know Something I say hold like off that. on sharing those because oh, yeah. one of the things I've asked people, I hope people are starting to think we can all maybe make some suggestions there. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, keep it within legal limits and, and <laughs> you know, no sodomy or anything like that. <laughs> but, you know, it should be something pretty uh, pretty, pretty much a deterrent, you know. Um, yeah, like you I don't, don't want to be in last yeah. place, so I'm going to do whatever. The but F it will be to. something that, hey, if I lose fair and square, all right. You know, right. I'm, I'm man up and, and do whatever it is, or woman up, whatever the the, the attire is. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be something to where somebody gets at the end, they're just going to quit right. because they don't want to do the punishment. Right. But it's got to be something that. And hopefully, like, you know what I want to, I don't want to do that, so let me win. Yeah, and maybe even having a, a choice between two. Yeah. So that every comfort level, you know, I want everybody to be comfortable. I don't want anybody to really be out of their. Uh, well, you know, the, the, be out of your comfort zone, but not to the point, like you said, where it's like, I'm just not going to be a part of this. You yeah. Know? So hopefully we can come up with that and, you know, get all those things hammered out. But I think we've got some good ideas. Having a documented set of rules and everything be agreed upon to the point that um, hopefully that minimizes any misunderstandings or arguments as we go through the season and from one season to the next, I think is going to be really helpful. Let's see, what else? Also, kind of keeping it fluid, you know, it's a, it's a Word document, it's on the computer. If things change throughout the league or we notice something works or doesn't work, the hope is um, the next year we can pull that document up and say, do we all agree on how things were? Is there anything that really needs to be addressed? Yeah. And, and it's, it's a living document, like the Constitution, because this is a league uh, by the people for the people, yeah. you know. So it'll be uh, amendments away if necessary, you know, to... to, to to keep it the best, uh, the best league in the land, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, you got to stay liquid and change things. As I mean, fantasy football is different 
now than it was when I first started. Yeah. So stuff changes, stuff evolves. You have to change stuff up. You can't be set in rules. Um, and being able to document it so we can all stay straight, I think, right. is, is good. Especially when a lot of us are in multiple leagues, have different rules. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Well... Like I said, we went way longer than we planned originally. Yeah, this has been but, fun, though. Yeah, I hope um, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening so far. I mean, I'm definitely, at this point, we're close to an hour. Um, so if you've listened this long, uh, I would definitely appreciate it. Like I said, give us feedback. Uh, we're going to try to do this every week. And um, uh, haven't yet determined how we're going to pick who joins us each week, but we hope to have a guest every week. We do have one in particular in mind for next week, and we'll see if that works out. Um so, yeah, just kind of give us feedback, guys. Be open. If it sucked, let us know. If there's um, things that we didn't talk about we should have, let us know. Um, but moving forward, it won't be quite such a drawn-out conversation, maybe, or maybe it will be. just depends on the flow. Oh, it will be. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just talking about the week, who, uh, who blew it, who left their bench loaded, and, and their starters were duds. Um, maybe who made the best pickups, you know, yeah. top-scoring player. The biggest who, win. who played the guy that nobody saw coming that gave him that biggest win? Yeah. Um, you know, just touch on stuff like that. Maybe talk a little shit about maybe people might want to change what they do for fun. Fantasy football might not be for you. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Um, thanks again, and uh, I guess we'll see you next week. We outie! Done. <laughs>